we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. Here's this text, I'm going to give it to you, then we go. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. And, say and. All right, so he yielded up the ghost, and then this means when he yielded up the ghost, here's what happened. Behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake, and the rocks rent. Behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. And the earth did quake and the rocks did rent. Um, my house shall be called a house of prayer. You've made it a den of thieves. That's what happened on Sunday. And so that's why we were intentional to pray this morning. Uh, breakthrough has taken place. Breakthrough is still happening in the room. Healing is manifesting in the room. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The hand of God is moving in the room. I want to release a word to you so you can have something to hold on to as we go. Now watch this. Let me do this for those of you that are visiting and came for Good Friday service. Um, let me tell you this. He said seven things. Seven things he said. All right. Because you know we like come to church to hear what we know. I dealt with this on Sunday. Let me deal with it again. We come to church to hear what says, um, today, going to be with me in paradise. That's what the boy on side him. Then he look at them, wicked folk, he said to them, he says, Father, forget them. They don't know what they do. Look at Mary there. John, the other boys was gone. The rest of them was gone. They jet. It's Mary and John. He says, son, behold thy mother. Woman, you latch on him. I go on. Stick with John. He take care of you. That moment, things shift. Because that was the moment still dealing with humanity, dealing with mankind. And then he moves now to dealing with his own humanity. Now he focuses on himself. He says, I thirst. It's number four, right? I doing it right? That's number four? Feel like number four. He says, I thirst. He 
deals with his humanity in the moment. As crazy, he says, I thirst. They give him vinegar and he don't drink it. They give him vinegar mingled with myrrh. That was um, a means of anesthesia. It was intended to numb the pain. And he refused it because he wanted to feel the pain. <laughs> Certain pains you're going to have to go through. There's a whole lot of lessons in here. I can preach this now. Don't play with me now. I'll preach it. There's some pain that you ain't going to get delivered from. You're going to have to endure it. Glory to God. I would actually look across the room and finally tell them, you're going to have to deal with this one. You're going to have to bear this one. Yeah, there's some pain. I don't care how much you pray for. You're going to have to go through it. They lied to us and told you that he delivered you on everything. No, sometimes he delivered you through. We don't deliver you from. We like to lie and say the Lord delivered the Hebrew boys from the fire furnace. No, he did not. He delivered them through it. Glory to God. All right, anyway, um, so after that, he, he, he then goes over and he says, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabathani, or whatever you say, sabathani, however you say it, which is interpreted, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? It is said is at this point that God turns his back to Jesus. He turns his back to him because God don't like look at sin. This is why when you go to the Old Testament and look in the book of Exodus and Leviticus, there was a sprinkling of blood on everything. They sprinkled blood that covered sin. Because without the shedding of blood, there would be no remission of sin. This is why the old temple, that original temple was so bloody. The blood was necessary to cover the sin. It didn't erase the sin. It just covered it. Glory to God. Hebrews pick it up and says that we had a priest that entered in once and for all. He didn't cover sin. He became sin for us once and for all. And that was the last time you needed any more sacrifice for sin. Took a few hundred years for the Catholic Church to get that memo. Because they were still doing obeisance to get their sins remitted. Martin Luther said, hold on, y'all didn't read the book properly. Martin Luther said, when you read the book, you find out that he died once and for all. Glory to God. That now we don't need a high priest, high priest to mediate for us. For we have a high priest. Glory be God. Which can be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. Are you doing all right? Uh-huh. So that's the word. God turns his back. So we see him dealing with his own personal. He says, my twice. He don't usually say my. He talks about I thirst. And he says, my God, my God. And now at the last two words, he shifts to the assignment. Yeah. And he says, it is finished. I love this so much. He says, it's finished. In other words, he says, okay, death, do what you got to do. That's what, it, that's what it was. He, he made the announcement saying, okay, death, go ahead. Jesus sitting there said, come on, man. 
Jesus said, man, you know what? Forget it. Father, into your hands. Because I, if I wait on death, I can be here all day. And I, I got an appointment in hell. I got some demons I got to deal with down in hell. And if I sit up on this cross here, death can fool it around and let me live on this cross for another thousand years. I can't afford that. So tell you what, since death can't kill me, Father, into thine hands. I commend my spirit. And then he gives up the ghost. Happy Good Friday. Thanks. And from that, we then make this connection to Isaiah 53 and 5. That he was this lamb taken for the slaughter. That he was wounded for our transgressions. Transgressions, good. Bruised for our iniquities. Iniquities done. Transgression speaks about the things you do wrong. Iniquity speaks about the nature to do wrong. If we only die for our transgression, we would keep on transgressing. What he did is he took care of our iniquity, which is the sin nature. David grabs it and says, Behold, I was born in sin, shapen in iniquity, the sin nature. So what I did, I also took care. So I was wounded for your transgression. I was bruised. I told you I ain't come prepared to preach, right? Really don't seem so. He was bruised for our iniquity, chastisement of our peace, shalom. Everything that came against us, living in peace, was upon him by his stripes we are healed wonderful so we got our sins our sin nature our peace our healing <laughs> you know what? I just got a sermon title let me give you my topic they just hit me just now I got a topic write this down that ain't enough that's not enough but Mopi that's all they gave us they gave us transgression. They gave us iniquity. They gave us peace. And they gave us healing. Bread, that ain't enough. That's cool. That's nice. But that ain't enough. Friday, all that is Friday. Just make sure you understand. Well, okay, sorry. Let me mess you up a little bit. It's not really Friday. Ain't Friday. Because if just as Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights, it can't be Friday. People ask me, so why do you celebrate Good Friday? Because that's the holiday. Other than that, be being awake right now. Celebrate Good Friday because that's the holiday. 
So what we do is we don't celebrate. What we do, we don't celebrate Good Friday. We commemorate. So this is a commemoration. Because good, good, little bit of sense will tell you if it's true what Jesus says, three days and three nights, you can't fix that Friday to Sunday. I don't care how you fix that. You can't preach. He died on Friday. Stayed in the grave all day Friday. Friday night, he was in the grave. Died at three, so that really ain't all day Friday. But anyway, then, then Saturday came. All day Saturday, he was in the grave. And Saturday night, he stayed there all night long. But early, it can't just be Sunday morning. It got to be early. Early, early Sunday morning. That ain't enough days. It's not enough. We get some days short. I didn't get up Monday, Tuesday. Oh, he ain't dead ready to say Tuesday. Something ain't lining up there. So don't get in them fights with your Bible. Don't do that. That's a bad fight. You're going to lose that. So don't fight that. Just tell them what I tell them. No, Friday is the holiday. That's the day we get off from work. And we glad. There, there is another element, though, beloved, that we cannot miss that is hidden in the book of Matthew that we read earlier. So watch this. So the text says, as he gave the ghost, immediately what happened, the first thing that happened, the Bible says the veil of the temple was, was rent. From the top. I feel God to the bottom. Josephus tells us that while in the old tabernacle, the original one, that the veil was 40 feet high, Josephus says that Herod rebuilt this thing at the time of Jesus, and when he rebuilt it, it was 60 feet high. That's high. Josephus also said to us that the veil that was in the temple at the time of Jesus' death was four inches thick. That's what history says. And many persons trust the writings, right, Marisha and Stax? They trust the writings of, of Josephus. He was one of those trusted theologians and historians of that time that is still respected. Stax, you don't shake your head. You, right? That's right, right? Good, thanks. Yeah. So he is one of the trusted ones. I could just ask Mama Lillian, you know, she ain't been no them school like y'all, but she's a Sunday school teacher. Some real Sunday school teacher. They know the book. Yeah. So this thing was four inches thick and 60 feet high. And so it is with specificity that the Bible says it was not just torn. It tells you how it was torn. He says it's not enough to tell you how it's that, that, that it's torn. It tells us how it is torn. 
it is torn from the top to the this is a this is a a a a a barrier that is twice the height of the ceiling sits in this this tabernacle this temple and it is split from the top to the bottom why did you split this thing he says because it's more than transgressions iniquity peace and healing says that ain't enough for the darkness that's in this world the four of them all of them is for you if all you get from this day is them four that means you are straight but you are no good to the kingdom that's good for you but you can't release that because all that is just for me that's only just for you so so jesus jesus understood in this great plan realized that if we got an assignment to reach the earth if all i do is die that's not going to be enough for them to hit the earth on the back side of this veil, the temple was divided in three. There was the outer court. There was the holy place. And then there was the most holy place, what they call the holies of holies. In between the holy place and the most holy place is this veil. The, the, the congregation was out in the outer court. Yeah, the, the little priests and rev them had certain assignments that they were able to do in the inner court or the holy place. But in the holies of holies, only one dude was allowed to go. This dude is the high priest. And, and this place was so scary that the high priest, they say, he had bells around his garment. Shelly, Shelly, they, they had bells around the garments of the high priest. And they would tie a rope around his waist. Because if he would dare to walk behind that veil, and there was something in him that wasn't right, you would hear a collapse of the bells. And you would feel the rope drop to the ground. That means Rev dead. Oh, thank God for Jesus that he don't kill Revs like that no more. Praise team. Could you imagine if that was still the standard? That in order to enter the presence of God, you needed the bells and the rope? Could you imagine how many of us would have gotten pulled? Because we like to say the glory is in the house. The glory is in the house. We shout because God has given us a house with glory. Could you imagine? Because we, we celebrate glory in this house. But could you imagine if the standard was the same? And we had bells on our garments and a rope around us. Lord God, we would need a trailer. For the collection of bodies. 
You know what? Let me pause a second and get two of y'all to jump to your feet, turn around and shout because of the goodness of God that he looks beyond your faults and sees to your need that he didn't see all, oh, that he covered every one of your sins. Living, he loved me. Dying, he saved me. Buried, he carried my sins far. Jesus, Lord, have mercy. Sit down, sit down. Good oh my god I, I don't understand how you could be saved and don't praise i don't understand how you could be saved and don't shout when you look at all the mess you didn't do all the things you done done wrong all the mistakes you made since you've been saved and you got you gonna need someone to tell you to shout you gonna need someone to tell you when i figure the goodness of jesus and all good god almighty I don't care what he did for Mopi. I don't care what he did for Lystra. When I think about what he did for me. Yes. Y'all sitting there like you got it together. Y'all sitting there like y'all still ain't doing dumbness. Sitting there like you still ain't doing nonsense. But in the midst of all them stuff we're doing, God! So, oh man, I, I, I on any time. I gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. Handle a bakiro bohushka bahay. Handera bohusia. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank I gotta move, but is there anybody else that's grateful in the room? Thank you, Jesus. Yes, so thank you, Lord. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience 
or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.